Welcome to Women Who Kill. Thank you. It's a pun. You guys get that, right? I thought you were welcoming me. It's a pun. But welcome to you, too. (laughs) Heather Ray is one of the funniest people I know, and she's not a comedian. Yet. Yet. No. (laughs) I can't do stand-up. I can't do it at all. But uh, only good in conversation. Okay, well that's that's good enough. That's a thing. Yeah, that's a that's how people get. That's a marketable thing. Yeah, that's how I'm gonna be. I'm gonna get big through guest host guest <laughs> guesting on podcasts because mm-hmm. I'm good conversationally. So mm-hmm. people will be able to hear that. Mm-hmm. Be like, you know what? That girl is hilarious in conversation. Uh huh. <laughs> Just start a podcast called that. Hilarious in conversation. Hick. Oh God. <laughs> 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 I'm from North Carolina. <laughs> Hick is like, oh, scared me. Brought me back. <laughs> so today we're talking about Shelly Michael. Michelle Michaels. She goes by Shelly. Which I, I just realized that's where the nickname comes from. I did too. I mean, because I guess there were a lot of original Shellys whose parents actually named them Shelly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's a short and long for Michelle. Yeah, no offenses. Offenses? Well, yes, no, that works, because I was going to say no offense to Michelle's. But no, no offenses to the Michelle's. Yeah, no offenses to any Michelle's. Mm-hmm. I just hate that name. I hate the name Michelle, and I hate Shelly. The only Shelly that I'm down with is like Judy Light and Transparent. I love that her name is Shelly, because it's really perfect for the character. I stopped watching that show because um, the characters were so in- insufferable. There's so many reasons to quit watching it. <laughs> But uh-huh. I will say that in the last season, Judith Light was just amazing. And I was okay. a big Who's the Boss fan okay. as a kid. So uh-huh. as really... a, you're not even old enough to have been a who's, to bo- who's the Boss fan as a kid. Me? Yeah. How old are you? Older than you. I don't think you are. I'm 75. <laughs> <I'm> counting. <laughs> no. I'll be 34 this year. Okay. I'm going to bleep out what I said. Because uh, yeah. Hollywood. Uh, Why do they care? They care. They care. They don't care about I gotta, George Clooney. I got to keep up the facade. They don't care about George Clooney. Well, when when I have a, a dashing salt and pepper beard, yeah. then I'll tell people how old True. I am. They also but don't care then. about like old, decrepit. Oh, they don't care name? about the Trivago guy. He's probably like 70. Okay, the Trivago guy? That guy's hunky. I mean, he's kind of hot, but also I'm just like, it is just such a weird choice. Because mm-hmm. like, how much traveling is he doing? Other than to shoot these commercials. I mean, I just, I mean, I hope he is. I'm just saying, like, I feel like they're trying to market it to young people. Maybe uh-huh. it's like uh, they're trying to market it to olds. Like, hey, you guys should be out, getting out on those cruises. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh-huh. yeah, Trivago. Well, they're marketing it to everyone who finds this guy sexy, which is apparently everyone. Yeah, I mean, also just I hate the name Trivago. It sounds like a medication. It does. Yeah. It sounds like it's uh, for warts. Yeah, I was going to say for a skin condition. Uh-huh. So Shelly is from from Morgantown, Morgantown, West Virginia. Virginia. Uh, West Virginia is the bad one, right? Here's the thing. That's a common misconception. Uh Yes and no. Um, A lot of murders in both states. Okay, (laughs) okay. But um, yeah, well, Virginia is okay. I've been to West Virginia a few times. Is the slogan Virginia is for lovers? That's Virginia. Okay. I don't know what the West Virginia slogan is. It's for for murderers. 
I'm listening to another podcast about these crazy murders in Morgantown, the uh-huh. same town. And it's a small town where West Virginia University is, okay. I think, or it's maybe a different college. I could be getting that wrong. But there's definitely a college in Morgantown. Uh-huh. One of my best friends lives there. And uh, I told him about doing this. And he was just like, yeah, there's a bunch of crazy murder stories in this specific town. Like decapitation. Is Roanoke in West Virginia? Roanoke is regular Virginia. Okay. 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 West Virginia is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, I did go there as like a mission trip when I was still in a youth group. Ah! And helped like rebuild. So there's a lot of... Um, so the Wild and Wonderful Whites are from West Virginia. I don't know who that is, but they sound terrifying. Okay. There's a Jesse White... You've never seen that? No. You should. I was going to say don't, I but just I don't should. like Jesse's, so I'm getting a bad feeling about it already. He's so despicable, and their whole family is, but it's great. Okay. Um, so, yeah, people who don't know much about West Virginia, they may remember that. The okay. Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. Okay. And it's very, like, it can be very posh in places, but it can also be really, like, backcountry, tons of, like, drugs and heroin and, like, really gross spots, too. Mm-hmm. But this particular murder takes place in sort of like suburbia of mm-hmm. West Virginia. So she, uh, in uh, the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. 2005. She murdered her husband. Okay. And he was a guy that she met, I believe, at work. I'm pretty sure they met at She work. cheated on her first husband yes. with him. They both were married when they met. They both were married to other people, and they had two kids. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing that's kind of interesting is, well, her original name is Michelle Goots. Goots. Yeah, G-O-O-T-S. Uh, and I have an article that says... You think uh, she got married just so she could have a different, a prettier name? Prettier no, last name? I don't know what her middle one was. Like, it was Goots, and then she was married to someone else. So she must have... She was married to a guy named Rob Angus. So okay. So just great. <laughs> Angus Goots. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Angus Goose household would be the name but um so yeah apparently they met at work and they worked at a hospital in morgantown called ruby memorial and she was the prettiest nurse there because she used to be a cheerleader yes she was a cheerleader apparently she would do high kicks high kicks uh, for fun yeah there's in every at the nurse station yeah everyone <laughs> that was that worked with her that was interviewed seemed to have been a little annoyed by her uh-huh. like she was too cheerleadery on the unit, uh-huh. and yeah, there's definitely a si- something about how she did a, a high kick to her ear to like flirt with this guy, uh-huh. and eventually, you know, they left their spouses for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I'm not really sure how long they were married actually, but they got married eight months after their divorces were final. Mm-hmm. So they were, and they were 28 years old, right? Pretty young. Um, yeah, so they lived in this house really close to the hospital, which is important <laughs> um, because – should I just go into it? Like, yeah. Like, All right. Let's so get into it. There's not a ton of, like, backstory. They seem to have been, like, pretty chill. Like, there doesn't seem to have been a lot of arguing. There was not too many reports. It didn't seem like there were problems in the marriage. But there is a rumor that she was having an affair with someone else. Mm-hmm. Which uh, is, uh, a peewee football coach. Is that true? Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and local businessman, quote unquote. They were all local businessmen. Peewee football coach and local businessman. Um, so uh, November 28, 2005, the Michaels were home alone. Her husband um, had also allegedly um, had a, gotten a vasectomy. Hmm. And she had had an abortion. I didn't know that either. Yeah. While you're finding out. Rumors. Rumors. (laughs) Rumors. Legend. (laughs) Rumors and legends of Morgantown, West Virginia. Um, Yeah, so 
she says that when she left for work this morning on uh, November 28, 2005, that Jimmy Michael was still asleep. Mm-hmm. She said she got to work around or left for work around six, got there around six or six fifteen, and went in to do like normal routine work. She says that hours later, around 10.30 a.m., she got a phone call telling her that her house was on fire. Uh-huh. And she immediately rushed back to the house. There's, like, firemen everywhere. And she's like, where's Jimmy? Where's Jimmy? Where's Jimmy? Little does everyone else know, the bitch knows exactly where he is. He well, is in his bed upstairs being burned to death. Well, there were also cops who were like, she didn't seem really sad. <laughs> yeah, not sad, but she's just like, where is he? Uh-huh. Like, you know, mm-hmm. because she, you know, they, yeah, they're saying, like, we don't know. We can't find him. So it takes like half an hour, a good half an hour for the police and firemen to, I guess the firemen mainly, <laughs> was putting out the fire. The uh-huh. police were probably just like, what do we do? The house was apparently salvageable. So they had gotten there in enough time to put out the fire mm-hmm. and found that it wasn't even possible that he could have died in the fire because he hadn't inhaled enough smoke and he hadn't sustained uh, burn injuries. Yes, Yes. Be- yeah. Well, originally, yeah, they thought that maybe he was just like asleep and died from smoke inhalation. Mm-hmm. But later they find out that he died from what they consider to be a lethal dose of this paralytic medication. Uh-huh. It's called, uh, I wrote it down, Ro- Rocuronium bromide. And we're which, not going to spell it for you psychopaths. No, you can Google it. Um, just ask Siri, um, <laughs> ask Alexa, whoever your choice of AI is or OS. Um, so, yeah, it is a neuromuscular blocker or, like, serious muscle relaxant. Uh-huh. It's used for surgeries, but specifically to, par- like, sort of paralyze your body. But you're awake and stuff so that they can get, like, tubes down your throat. Because, you know, you immediately try So to- maybe, like, brain surgeries and stuff like that? Yeah. Well, a lot. It's a really common one. But it's most commonly required for surgery or for mechanical ventilation. So, like, possibly I think it could be used... For people who might be in a coma. Okay. And like their body would naturally react, oh, you know, yeah. but so they would use this paralytic for that. Mm-hmm. So she leaves work. Shelly was boosting drugs from work. Boosted drugs from work. She leaves work, goes home. This is what, you know, she claims her innocence to mm-hmm. this day. So Even though she collected how much? $600,000 in insurance money. Yes. Yeah. She got a lot of money. But, and also, I mean, how, I wonder, I can't remember how long she, how long it was before they actually arrested her. But it wasn't that long because, like you said, the police officers realized that it was just, she did not do a good job of acting. Mm-hmm. Like, she got to the scene and she should have been losing her shit. Like, if I was going to murder someone, I would have that down. I would, like, get there and be like, oh, my God, like, my husband is in there. My husband is in there. Like, yeah. And people See, if she saying, were a better actor, she would have been an actor instead of a cheerleader who went on to become a nurse. A murderer. Because yeah. she was pretty enough. Murdering nurse. To be an actor. Um, when I first heard about this story, I really lost my mind over what I'm about to say because I was, it's so stupid. Mm-hmm. What she did was, so she told the detectives that she like kisses him on the forehead before she leaves. Uh-huh. She gets to the hospital and the only time she says she left the hospital was to retrieve a pager from her truck. Mm-hmm. So she says that the hospital security video, mm-hmm. bitch, that you drive under every single day <laughs> to get in and out of the parking uh-huh. lot. Hello. She didn't think that far. Yeah. It records her leaving for 17 full minutes, leaving the hospital at 8.11 a.m. and returning at 8.28 then again, they, if Shelly were a better actor, she could have put on a disguise and drove a different car out. Yeah. 
or something. I guess we were. I was gonna say or called an Uber, but <laughs> and that would also leave a trace. I don't know why that was like. <laughs> she could have hitchhiked a ride mm-hmm. to the murder. Yeah. Um. So, the surveillance cameras are not lying clearly, and mm-hmm. when the police had a taped interview with her, she said, "I did not leave the hospital grounds." So. Right away, they're suspecting her because of her reaction on the scene. Uh-huh. But then she just clearly lies. Like, oh, dummy. say you went to go get a pack of cigarettes. Like, say you went to go, you know, get some gum. Or like, I don't know, you wanted to go give some guy a blowy. She at wasn't a smart enough stop. to Casey Anthony her way out of this. <sighs> Sorry, that's my like reaction of <laughs> Casey Anthony. <laughs> like, I can't with her. I fucking hate Casey Anthony. She is so gross. So, yeah, they just can't, they don't believe her at all. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, mm, you brought it on yourself because, like, they weren't trying to center this investigation around her. They're just asking her the normal questions yeah. you would ask someone. Yeah. And there's clearly security video, which you can see if you watch, like, there's a few shows. Can she we never had like, to say she didn't leave. She could have been like, I went to lunch around this time. Yeah. Well, the thing is that it was so quick because she lived right around the corner from the hospital. Mm-hmm. So she's gone for 17 minutes. That doesn't give her that much time. She didn't even she, make sure the fire was, was good and going. No. Well, the thing is, I I don't know if they were able to tell, like, the exact dose that she gave him. Or, like, I'm sure that somewhere there's a record of, like, the amount that was missing from the hospital. Uh-huh. They keep really good tabs on yeah. that. But I don't know what it was. But 17 minutes. Sorry. <laughs> Cat. Pepper just me. opens the door like a person. <laughs> she just shoulders that shit like, open so hard. you're talking about murder. I got really scared. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Yes. Okay. I love this. When they say this, they're like, there's questions like, could Shelly leave work, kill Jimmy, ignite a fire and return to the hospital in just 17 minutes? Mm -hmm. And why were there two hours before any sign of fire? So her attorney is like, obviously, there's no way that this can happen. Mm -hmm. But she he's just like, there's no way like she's not the arsonist, the arsonist, like whoever murdered him and whoever did the arson mm-hmm. are the same person. And he's saying that it's no way that there's Shelly, that it's Shelly because there's not time for her to have killed him and then started the fire uh-huh. when she was at work after that 17 minute gap. Okay. So that to me is still a little bit of a mystery. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I feel like I remember there being something about <laughs> one of these things says, how long does it take to flick a bick? If they had, like, they're saying, yeah, she had 17 minutes. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's Dateline footage. There is, like, a 48-hour. There's an episode of Snap. Oh, look at those bangs. She's actually, like, when she was young, she was, like, pretty cute. Yeah, mm-hmm. the bangs are, like, very thin. The wispy 90s bangs. Southern bangs. It's really bad. So there is, there's not a delay in evidence of, like, delayed combustion, but the police and fire, the firemen said that you can light a fire that ends up smoldering for a while mm-hmm. before it actually catches. Okay. Which makes sense because, it, like you said, the house was salvageable. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like a fire that ripped through the entire house. Mm-hmm. And like maybe she started it in a trash can or something to so that it could burn yes. without getting out of control for a couple minutes. Yes. So, well, the state, the prosecution believed that this is the thing that's so upsetting. Okay. They are saying that when they did the autopsy that he died from the rocuronium. Mm-hmm. And they said that what that would be like is like being buried alive. Like Ugh. he would have been unable to move, like just lay and it was in his bed. She like 
came in. So the state thinks she lifted the vial from the hospital, mm-hmm. injected Jimmy probably and she while was he was kissing still him asleep. on the forehead. Yeah, to yeah. say goodbye. I wonder if she kissed him and said goodbye a second time. Uh, and then left for work as usual. So they think they that she did that before. Look at his face. I know. She's gross. And she still says she didn't do it. But there's just no way. Like, she fully did it. So they think that the 17 minutes mm-hmm. was just to start the fire. Okay. So they're like. Because also she never, I'm assuming, never started a fire before. Not like that. And it's like, you think things like that are going to be easy? Mm-hmm. Like, I've heard stuff about murders before where they were, like, going to strangle someone to death, and they didn't realize it takes, like, seven <laughs> minutes. Like, it takes, like, seven full minutes to and strangle someone And you have to be to strong. You have to be really strong. It's not like in movies where you, you just hold someone's neck for three seconds, yeah. and then they're like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's, like, really hard. Like, I mean, it fully takes more than four or five minutes at minimum to like you can strangle someone until they pass out that mm-hmm. might take two or three minutes max but they're gonna be fighting you really hard mm-hmm. and then they just pass out they don't die if you let them yeah go i mean i watch mma and walk away you know yeah they come back out yeah you just get <laughs> choked out you just fall asleep for a couple minutes so yeah they think that she basically injected him with the stuff then left for work and then secretly returned home a couple of hours later to start the fire. So then the fire wasn't... Look how cute he was. I know. He looks like a nice man. What a polite man. He looked like a Jimmy. He did look like a Jimmy. Jimmy's are just... Jimmy Michael, two first names. Sweet guy. Living in the suburbs. Just trying to sleep in after his wife leaves for work. Good night, Jimmy. I mean, good morning. (laughs) Good night forever. Like kisses him on the forehead like while like (laughs) sticking a needle and the thing that I always think about when I go back to thinking about this case which Mm -hmm. I ever since I saw it on snapped like 10 years ago I freaked out about it they had four kids they he had two kids from his first marriage Mm -hmm. and she had two kids like a fucked up Brady Bunch and that's the way we (laughs) (laughs) those poor kids yeah um so the thing I would always totally freak out about is like if he was asleep mm-hmm. and she stuck the needle in, did he notice? If he didn't notice, did he wake up at any point like and realize he could not move his body? Mm-hmm. Like because I don't think you would die instantly from it even if you were given an overdose. Well, I also don't know about these these injections. Like some injections are done with her. Is it is it a subcutaneous injection or is it an intramuscular injection? Because subcutaneous injections use really small needles that you might not even be able to feel. I don't know. If it's if it's injected in a really fatty part of you. So who knows? Maybe he didn't even feel it. Maybe he just, you know when you wake up from like, um, if you have like a night terror or something like that and you wake up and you're freaked out because like you can't move right away. Oh yeah, that happens Did to he me think frequently. That's, that's what was happening to him and then it just went on for far too long well, and I'm, then he started to panic. I also wonder if like that paralytic is so powerful that it could stop you from like being able to breathe mm-hmm. like if it would just eventually if you gave someone an overdose would mm-hmm. it stop your lungs from Ugh. expanding so uh. you're just laying there awake not being able to pull in a breath oh laying there God. like not being able to move a muscle just mm-hmm. dying and so if she's gonna kill him that That's way a really fucked up way did she light the fire just to burn the body so mm-hmm. that they couldn't autopsy and tell that she did the drug. Mm-hmm. Then she fucked up on the fire and, like, didn't do it good enough. Yeah. 
So she's, she goes home at like 8 a.m. And so they're wondering why. And I think they still wonder why they didn't see the fire until 1030. Uh-huh. And it sounds like I'm sure that they were able to tell where it originated from in mm-hmm. the house. But um, the prosecutors say that she most likely said it yeah, around 8 o'clock. And one of the neighbors also saw her there. So then she's saying, I wasn't there. She probably even said hi. Hey, um, nope, don't tell anyone I was here later. (laughs) Just left my umbrella. Um, So, yeah, apparently the bedroom was in flames for like two hours. But like you said, his body wasn't, were there no burn marks? They said it it wasn't, uh, there there wasn't enough damage done to his body to have died from flames. Mm -hmm. And then I guess during the autopsy, they also figured out that um, not only was there not enough well, he couldn't have died from smoke inhalation because I guess when you're dead, you stop breathing, so you can't inhale smoke. So they didn't see any signs of smoke in- inhalation, so they figured that he must have been dead well before the fire started. Right. Because it's been a couple of hours. So if she mm-hmm. killed him, if she injects him before six, mm-hmm. then she comes home and lights the fire. It smolders. He's likely already dead by Mm -hmm. that point where were the kids they were with their other parents so like his kids were with their mom and Uh. with their dad that's what when they're they were like home alone that weekend so Mm -hmm. she picked her like right time Mm -hmm. so they i do see that they they built six models of the michael house and then of the michael bedroom for the investigation Mm -hmm. okay set it on fire to test the fire and in the tests, the bedroom erupts into flames after smoldering for almost two hours. Okay. Or a little over two hours. So basically, the prosecution got a lot of points because they were able to prove that, where mm-hmm. the defense said, oh, hey, like, only there's no way it could have happened. The fire was started right before it was spotted at 1030, mm-hmm. which makes sense because, I mean, everyone's tried to light a fire before and it, like, didn't work. Yeah. You know, you've had trouble. Camping, think it's not murdering. <laughs> yeah, well... Yeah. <laughs> Aren't they one and the same? <laughs> when you go with me. Stupid. Um, so, yeah, there was never another person that they investigated. Mm-hmm. Um, she still, like, maintains that she never did that. Mm-hmm. And she is in prison right now. She's up for parole in 2029. Because not only did she get convicted of murder, they put the arson on top of that. Yeah. Murder and arson. 15 years uh, of the murder sentence. Uh as of 2010, and this article that I'm looking at, she at that point had to serve 15 years of the murder sentence and five years of the arson sentence before being eligible for parole. And uh, I'm assuming that currently she is still, uh, yeah, she's not a, still not eligible for parole. <laughs> I have a quote from her right here that says, "I lied a lot." Yeah. So, um, and she and said that's that, her professing her innocence. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the thing. During professing her innocence, she's uh-huh. like, "I never left the hospital." Another thing she said was that, like, there's no way that he would have died from this particular drug. I use it every day. Mm-hmm. I use it all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, okay. Well, oh, okay, Nurse Jackie. What's... <laughs> like, as if I was if I was going to do it, he wouldn't have died. I could have just, like, paralyzed him, which also, that's horrifying. That's a horrifying thought to know that someone capable of murder has had access to this drug. That yeah. would be such a horrific way to die. Yeah. Laying there, conscious knowing that you are dying and you cannot do anything about it you're just never dating marrying a nurse (laughs) no no nurses in my life i only have friends that are like pas so that i can like call them and be like does this look weird look at this weird (laughs) thing i found (laughs) and they get really annoyed by it but i do it anyway 
Um, so she says, um, I didn't do it and I wanted everyone to hear me. Um, yeah, she just really thought because she was a cheerleader and she was cute mm-hmm. and she'd gotten away with shit her whole life. Because she'd never had, had to pay a speeding ticket. Up. She thought she could get out of this too. Yeah, no, 100%. So, I mean, it's hard to say whether like she... I don't know. Maybe she's crazy, and she, you know, just believes. Every picture I've seen, she's got like dead eyes. You're right. Maybe they just cute, chose they the dead eye dead. pictures for for whatever they were I, using I them for. I saw a but... few that were like you know Jody Arias, like yeah. you know, yeah. She There's really just no reminds light me there. of her for some reason, even though it wasn't like as brutal. I mean, obviously it was a horrific murder, but it uh-huh. wasn't as brutal as the Jody Arias one. But right. Yeah. I mean, I think she was trying to make it look like. They killed, like he killed himself mm-hmm. using a drug he might have gotten, but she would have been the one that would have had to get it. It's just, there's just like a hole and like no matter what area you try to look at it. She wasn't smart. She, that's why I can't handle this story because like <laughs> it's so bad and I like hate to even look at it from that perspective. Like she didn't listen to any, any podcasts before going about this. Well, she didn't read any books. No. She didn't watch any Law and Order. I mean, I don't want to murder anyone, but like if I wanted to murder someone and get away with it, I don't think that I could, not in 2018. Right. But I would be so much better about it. Like it would take them a couple of months minimum <laughs> to realize I had been involved at all. Like there would be like... I would get it, I would be like seven degrees away at minimum. Like there's just no way. Uh, Yeah, it's stupid to murder anyone before like 1965 or after 1965. I would say, no, I think you could get away with murder up until like the early 90s. Well, JonBenet Ramsey's case still isn't solved and that was 96. I mean, Do you think she's actually dead? She's dead. Burke did it. You don't don't think she's she's Avril Lavigne? No. Oh my God, is that a real (laughs) conspiracy theory? No. Burke did it. Her brother did it. The dad covered it up. How old was the brother at the time? I think he was nine or 12. I can't remember. But I'm pretty sure he accidentally killed her. Oh. And then the dad tried to cover it up. Oh. Pageants are weird. Child pageants are weird. I don't think they should be a thing. And no, if if we're gonna let things. child pageants be a thing, they should be judged by children. Oh, you're that an adult is... telling, trying to decide which kid is the hottest. Get the fuck out of here. Dude, it's weird. That's a new TLC show right now. We need to pitch. <laughs> toddlers and Tierras judging other toddlers. Yeah, that's, like that if would toddlers be hilarious. And tiaras had toddler judges. Yeah, I would be so into it. Would it would be so funny. Yeah, because kids that. are kids are also honest. Poor babies. I'm just like feeling so bad about them. And like every time I look at that picture of JonBenet, her sweet little face, she's like so tiny. Yeah. Somebody recently came out and confessed to her murder, but the they were like, no, Someone confesses didn't. like every five years. It's a different person. Someone did it like who two wants some attention. Ago. Yeah. It was a different pedophile who apparently when he got arrested, they found like 330 something pictures of JonBenet Ramsey on his computer. <laughs> Pretty gross. But yeah, so that is uh, Shelly Michael. I mean, are you technically a pedophile if you're obsessed with John Benet Ramsey in the year 2018 when she would be in her 20s? Yes, because you're looking at pictures of a six-year-old John Benet. Hmm. I guess technically. Yeah, technically. But, <laughs> but do you think if you told him, if you're like, if you really think about it, then it would just blow his mind and he wouldn't be able to like handle life on this planet anymore because all this time he thought he was a pedophile. And now you've convinced him that he's not, and then he would like go kill himself or something. Well, he was a pedophile to other kids, but I get where you're going. I still think if you, I'm, I doubt that because I'm sure he still thinks about John Bonet. He had that many pictures of her. He Ugh. was like obsessed with her. Oh, that's so weird. And he was he's from Boulder as well, and yeah. like 
could have been around their house on like the night. Do you think he was mad when it happened? He was like, I wanted to be the one to do it. Yes, because his false confession said something like he wrote a letter to a different inmate, I think, or someone he knew, and they turned it in. And he said something like, I really love John Bonet. I let her slip and her head bashed her like brains bashed in two or like her But that's head not how she died open. Or something like I'm that. I'm pretty sure she was like strangled and then it was a blunt force oh, to that's the head. Weird. Like cause they found a garage. So he's writing like murder fan fiction, murder slash kind fic. of. And he's confessed to other random murders and stuff like that. What a weird hobby. But the thing that they were like maybe is because he did have all those pictures of her and was like clearly obsessed with her. Yeah. And he said she wasn't like the other kids. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty gross. I'm not going to tell you his name because it doesn't deserve to be known. Right. But you can Google it. (laughs) So back to uh, Michelle, Shelly. What's she up to now? She's in prison, man. She's going to be in prison till well, she's eligible for parole in 2027. She'll be 55 years old. Oh, man. Um, her kids are living with her ex-husband, and he will not let them visit her. Oh, no? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And now there's, I guess there's some law there. I don't know. It's, it's, I guess it's not a recent law, but she can't even write a book about it and make money off of it, right? Oh, yeah. That's pretty great. Oh, there is a book about it. Okay, I wanted to tell you the title of this book. Is it Playing With Fire? Yes. Can I read this title, whole title uh-huh. now, please? Playing With Fire, the true story of a nurse, her husband, and a marriage turned fatal. He could have tried harder with the tagline. A beautiful... Can I please read this, the description? Yeah. Okay, this is my favorite thing. A beautiful nurse, a lethal injection, a gruesomely charred corpse. Nothing could have shocked the sleepy community of Morgantown, West Virginia, more than the lurid details that surfaced after a house fire claimed the life of Shelley Michaels' husband, Jimmy. It goes on after that, but I just... It says local authorities suspected possible arson. Then they discovered that Jimmy had been dead before the fire even started, paralyzed by a fatal dose of muscle relaxant. Did Shelly Michael, a respected nurse and mother, kill her second husband and torch her own home? Were the rumors true that she'd had an affair with her husband's employee only two weeks before the murder? Or did she kill Jimmy simply for the insurance money? Charged with first-degree murder and first-degree arson, Shelley would never stop claiming her innocence, even to this day. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I just wanted to let it go a little too long. <laughs> so, that's the story of Shell, Shelly Shell Shell, Shell Bell. Michaels, and she's sticking to it. That's her story. I hate that the most. I hate when they won't just admit that they did it uh-huh. and tell us all the details. Yeah, it's like everyone knows you're there. gonna be in jail no matter what. Why don't you just get some shit off your chest, Shelly? Maybe after twenty twenty seven, she'll do like a she'll do an interview. I just want her to admit that. Like, I want to know what she whispered into his ear as she left. I know? want them to make it into a musical. You know it was fucked up. A musical would be good. I Playing with fire. Oh my god, <laughs> you could really, really get it going. <laughs> Playing, it could just be a short, a short musical, <laughs> uh-huh. the seventeen minutes between when she left work. <laughs> oh, Heather, thanks for talking to me. This was fun. Thanks. I think it was pretty great. Oh my god, that was it. That was the first episode of Women Who Kill. Do you love it? Because I fucking love it. If you had a good time, stop by iTunes, leave a rating, and a review. It really helps a lot. It helps new people find the show. The more people find the show, the more. We can keep doing this and bringing you your favorite murderesses.